Hello, everyone. Hola a todos. Welcome to Say My Name Podcast, a show where we get candid about anything and everything con ganas y corazón, with effort and love. Something's always going down, and we're ready to tackle it. I'm your co-host, Kevin Calderon, joined by... Your co-host, Maritza Estrada. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode two, In Pursuit. So, how was your weekend? Anything go down? A lot of shit went down. Oh. Muchas cosas. A lot of things went down. Let's see. I think the highlight of my weekend was seeing our Say My Name podcast up and running on Tell Spotify. Me about it. Tell me it's, about it. It's here. It's, it's available for all of you to stream, share, download, listen, talk about it. It's here. It's available. I'm so excited that this is happening. And I also had a great time with uh, one of my best friends, Jordan, in um, a beautiful home in the middle of vineyards. There were there were drinks, there was music, we made enchiladas. Love. It was love. good. And we used vegetables from the garden. Oh. So last so ep- cute. Yeah, it was everything. Last, so cute. Last episode we talked about how I don't cook. I did a little bit of cooking. Okay, okay. I got inspired by We, we might need to call Jordan and see if it was good. Um <laughs> I'm still here. That I'm part, not dead. That part. Yeah, uh, it was made with enchiladas rojas and there was bell peppers, avocado. Uh, tomato, green leaf. It was just amazing. That's awesome. Amazing. I love it. Your boy got drunk. Okay. There was whiskey involved. The turnip is real. Oh, the whiskey was made me feel pretty. <laughs> it made me feel Isn't real that pretty. What supposed to do? The facts. Okay. <laughs> I'm just glad we're on the same page. Um, the next day I woke up. I reflected. I slept in, of course, but um, reflected was one with myself. I was alone, but not lonely. We love. Alone but not lonely. We stand a king. And there was reading involved. There was writing involved. There was sunbathing involved. And it was a beautiful Sunday morning. I went for a hike. I watched a movie. What movie? It was not um, the one that you recommended. (laughs) Oh, no. Let's keep it pushing. Keep going with your day then. We don't want to know. But um, (laughs) anyway, yeah, it's been great. I had a great weekend. Shout out to Jordan. I wish you all could have seen his body. Just Um, (laughs) just be like, ooh, my bad, girl. My bad. I messed up. But um, yeah, it's Monday. Happy Monday. Happy episode two. How was your weekend? Um, You know what? Not as eventful as yours. Mm. But that's okay. We all need our quiet time. Um, I feel accomplished. One, I share in your excitement to see our first episode go live on Spotify. It will be dropping on other platforms. It just takes time, you know, tech stuff, whatever that means. Um, So that was really fun. The uh, people who have reached out already and said, like, this is so dope. Like, this is amazing. Good job. Y'all sound great. I'm excited. Had a couple of people reach out and be like, hey, like, I know you were talking about me because I did that with you mm. or whatever it was. And that was really fun. So I feel accomplished because I did my homework and didn't procrastinate. So that felt good. Like, yes. that done. You know what I mean? Because it can be real and tough. And yeah, I mean, it, it was not as eventful, but it was it was good. I did watch. Um, what is it called? Fatal Affair on Netflix? Oh, the one with Nia Long. Yes. I love her. I do love her. Was it good? It was alright. The guy, the Omar Epps. is from Love and Basketball. Facts. Yes. It was it was not it was cliche. Let's okay. just put uh, it like okay, that. Okay. It's cliche. Same story. So don't same waste my time. Story. Yeah, same storyline. Really? Don't run don't run to go watch it. I mean, but, but um, give it give them the courtesy of watching yeah. a hard earned movie. A hard yeah. worked for movie. I'm not mad at it. Kay. I mean, it's love. a filler. There's other, there's better movies. But, do, but, you do know. you know who directed it? Um, Peter Sullivan. Oh, whoever that is. If I should know who that is, I'm sorry. Yeah, I well, I saw it on Netflix, but I haven't really dove into it. So. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was alright. I mean, it, like I said, cliche storyline. Okay. You know, but okay. Whatever. Good. But that's 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 kind of it. That's how we're going. Well, that so. went down. It sure did. It sure did. So I know that we mentioned in our last episode. We talked about COVID. Mm-hmm. We talked about Rona, mm. how she's alive and well. But we also very, very vaguely touched upon um, being in a another type of pandemic. So a racial pandemic, a mm. racial social justice issues are yes. at the forefront. Yes, claro. We see that there is a lot going down when it comes to what's happening in the world outside of just Rona. Um, so let's get into Black Lives Matter. Let's do it. I I am so excited to talk about this topic because it is such a hot topic right now. Let's give our listeners, I guess, an overview of what the movement itself is in the year 2020. Right. 
Right. Um, because this has been going on. Well, Black Lives Matter, I believe it began in 2014. I think and it was Ferguson, 20, 2013. 2013. Trayvon Martin's yes. uh, death. Uh, the acquittal of his murderer. Um, but what happened this year? So... Before we even do that, I okay. do want to put a tiny disclaimer Let's as to it. the fact that you and I both talk about our own identities. I love this. Um, we don't identify as black. Correct. We are not Afro-Latinos even. Correct. We are, um, you know, I identify as Latina. You identify as... Latino. Yes, exactly. So um, we are not experts. We do not share... Uh, we don't live that experience. We don't live those struggles. We share and we empathize and sympathize with them. But in no way do we speak for them. Correct. So I would like to put that out there very prevalent. But we stand with them. Correct. And that's a major distinction. Exactly. We we said it in our last episode. I think we'll say it in every episode for the Black rest of our lives. Matter. Black Lives Matter. There's no hesitation in saying that. We uh we are allies. We stand with our black brothers and sisters. We yes. stand with the fact that there is a need for change. Yes, yes, Period. yes, yes, yes. Um so yeah, we are not speaking um for them. For them. We are speaking in um support of them. Yes. So Black Lives Matter, what it is. So it started in, like Kevin started to say, in 2013, mm -hmm. um, in the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's mm -hmm. murderer. Um, so Black Lives Matter is a movement, not a moment. Let's put that out there, too. It's really important. Um, so this year, 2020, was insane. Really the catalyst for yes. a huge, sweeping change that should already be here. Uh, George Floyd is at the center of, essentially... Um, the straw that broke the camel's back, I would say, for a lack of a better way to say it. We have seen, unfortunately, if you haven't seen his video, I don't, I'm not going to encourage you to. I'm honestly not going to encourage you to go see it. That's my stance on it. I think that we, um, in America, overall fetish, fetish, fetishize? I don't know how to say that word correctly. <laughs> but we have this fetish with seeing uh, trauma like that. Mm -hmm. And so coming from a social work perspective, we got we to gotta chill out on those. <clears throat> um, that's just my take on it. Okay. Um, but uh, George Floyd was uh, murdered. Uh, I'm gonna say it. You know, he was murdered. He was. He was it was, a, it was a modern day lynching. Correct. Truly, he was truly in he broad daylight. Yeah, was murdered. Uh, there was way too many people around that should have stopped it. Um, so that was um, insane. Um, when I saw it, unfortunately, I have to be very honest. It was not completely shocking. Okay. There yeah. was um, the another black man dying at the hands of a police officer. Yeah, I America. agree. I agree. Americans. And I mean Americans of every race, color, and creed mm -hmm. should not be murdered at the hands of men and women who are meant to serve them. Correct. The police serve us. Right. We don't serve them. Correct. And that's on facts. Yeah, period. Period. So. Um. Yeah, when I saw that, I was just disgusted with the single policeman who was on his neck. Yeah. Um. I think that that was just a huge violation of human rights, a huge violation of decency. And Can I stop you real quick? Please. I think that it's important to note the verbiage that we're using because you just said human rights. And I think that that's something that we're failing to see as people from the outside of the black community. Mm -hmm. It's it's a Black Lives Matter, but it's a human rights issue. Right. Like you said, mm -hmm. we're all human. Yes. Forget, forget even, let's strip down the American part. We're human. Yes. It's important to note that there is also a young man by the name of um, Ahmaud Arbery. Correct who, again, a video, yeah. was captured of him running in his home state of Georgia. Yep. And um, he's running, jogging, and he approaches a truck, and the truck uh, has two men on it, and um, a father and a son, mm -hmm. and they there is an altercation, there is a fight, and you hear shot, uh, shots Bring in out, the video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, Mr. Arbery falls to the ground, mm -hmm. and dies yeah ultimately um dies, yeah. we do not know about that video months two months after it yeah, happened it did happened in february uh-huh and we did not know about it until later i believe it was april or so again i'm sorry if the, my facts are not correct but it happened it wasn't and then it was leaked two months later and then we knew about it right correct okay so we have that video of Mr. Arbery, and then we have the video of Mr. Floyd. Yeah. May they both rest in eternal peace as the kings that they are. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I wasn't surprised either. And I, you tweeted something actually that said, I think it was by James Baldwin. Yeah. He said, "I love America so much, and because of that, I can criticize her." Correct. And 
Live, live for that. Absolutely. Live. So it says, I love America more than any other country in the world. And exactly for this reason, I insist on the right to criticize her perpetually. Yes. So, yeah, I would also like to put that out there. We're not anti-America. No. I'm not anti-American. Absolutely not. Um, Do I think that, like, the way we, like, are obsessed with being patriotic sometimes is a little weird. A little bit. It's it's a little bit hard for me personally to get behind. But I don't hate America. Right. I feel that as someone who was born here, and I recognize that as a privilege, I do recognize that sitting here in this room that being born in America was a privilege that I personally identify with. Um, But that doesn't mean that I don't, because I criticize the systems that were built on the backs of oppression, racism, you know, uh, discrimination and so many other things doesn't mean that I should that I hate America I think it's it's our right and it's our duty to continually criticize and try to get better let's get back to I guess George Floyd's the video of that right when it when it leaked um the streets were flooded absolutely with protesters just a huge huge display of support for the justice of Mm -hmm. of him and his family his friends um, not only him, but Mr. Arbery, Miss Taylor. Yeah, Rihanna Taylor. Um, and every other black... Who we are still fighting for. Let's, man but and let's woman. make sure that we're, we acknowledge yeah. that here. Because, yes. like we said, Rihanna Taylor's murderers are still walking the streets free. So, which is an issue. Uh, just a quick recap. The, man, the dad and the son who shot and killed uh, Mr. Arbery um, have been charged. Correct. In his murder. The man who recorded the video of him being shot is also charged. Right, I saw something like so that. So that's wasn't... three people charged in that murder. The four officers involved in the George Floyd murder um, have been charged. One of them, I, I believe, is uh, has been released on bail. I did see a video of him. Did you see that video? No, of... but the charges have not been dropped. Right. But he has been released on bail. So we have... We are moving in the right direction yeah. in those two murders. Cases, correct. Yeah, yes. for sure. Um, as you said, the murderers of Breonna Taylor are still out and about. Whose names I would like to read. Thank you. Because I also think that it's important that they are... I've, I've been seeing so many people post about how they're hiding behind just Breonna Taylor's name. And it's true. As we continue to say her name, as we continue to fight for justice for her, we should also make those men feel that shame of it so it's brett hankson i could be pronouncing this wrong jonathan matling and miles cosgrove are it was the three. three who are responsible correct there were like 14 days straight days of protests across america major cities atlanta new york Worldwide. chicago yeah yeah los angeles World, yeah if we if you look at the videos of the protesters you see just a sea of color yeah it isn't just black people no m- marching it's latino it's bl- it's asian it's white it's it's anything it's mm-hmm. everyone out there in support of and i think white people are finally coming to terms with what they have done and they are sympathizing and not only sympathizing but showing up using their supporting privilege. yes yeah. I, I mean i saw a video of a protesters marching down wilshire on their way to mayor garcetti's office in, in mid los angeles and obviously mid LA is home to a white population and there were white residents coming out of their homes and giving water yeah. to the protesters keep going yeah. keep doing this here we yeah. go I know it's hot here's the water I think it's super important too I read somewhere and I actually had this conversation with a really good friend of mine about activism and what it looks like for different people and so yeah. activism isn't always the same the same so you can be reposting you can sign petitions you can donate give, donate, give monetary funds uh, go out and march go out and volunteer and, and educate other people and enlighten them um, and it also does mean standing up to your racist family yes. and friends yes. and and making sure that we are not just letting these microaggressions, you know, backhanded comments slide under the table or for our family, especially in Latinx communities and homes, there's a lot of anti-blackness, which is like, we could go on a whole another episode about that. But there is, you know, making sure that we're calling people out when it comes to that. And so I think this is a good place to also bring up as members of the Latinx community, why is it important for us to speak up? 
um, does, are we, and you know, we noted both earlier, at least for us in this room, neither one of us identifies as black or Afro-Latino or of any descent of, of that, for that matter. Mm-hmm. So as an ally or a member, what, what does this really look like? What, what's the importance of it? The thing is, it, it's all about solidarity. We are privileged, I, I think, and, yeah, and we worked sure. our way um, into uh, education. We went to top schools. Um, we were educated about the struggles that black people faced from the beginning of this country. Correct. Birth. So it, it's important to know the history. Mm-hmm. I cannot stress this enough. I'm just fascinated by the amount of information that people don't know right. about black America. This country was not founded in 1776 as you know they teach us. It was actually founded in 1619. When the first slaves arrived in America, and there is a whole project about this called the 1619 Project by the New York Times Magazine and Hannah Jones. Like, everyone needs to get their hands on this magazine because mm-hmm. it it comes as natural for us to stand with them. Yeah, I mean, sense? I would agree because I also think that this is really important and I'm going to, like, call people out in the sense of, like, take this couple seconds or minute in this podcast to reflect on your own life as listeners of this as uh, as we have you know Kevin and I have done some of the work and, and we're like we said earlier we're not experts we're definitely not experts but how much all of us in this country have benefited from black America black culture the music Beyond we listen, right the music we Everything listen to the things that we do culture, yeah the, the clothes we wear the you know the Jordans that we're out there buying the Nike the Adidas the whatever it is that you have I just want like for my you know pe- my girls and gals who get their nails done and do you know love the hoop earrings and the slick back hair and believe me Boo Bear you the edges and the baby hairs and all those things that's not Hours and that's okay though you can because you know now you're te- teetering on like cultural appropriation and that's what I'm saying that I'm getting at is that as people who have benefited from Black America and Black culture we got to do a better job mm-hmm. of standing. I mean this country was found was founded on Black labor. Correct. I mean absolutely Black, black labor. Say it again. <laughs> Black. This country was founded on black labor. Facts. Black labor fueled the economy of this yes. country for years, hundreds of years. Offended by things, but statements like that. But it's a fact. Why you would know? you get offended by that? And that's okay. Honestly. I think it's just you give credit when credit's due, right? There's Please. there's and enough even, room yeah. at the table for right. everybody to right. sit and everybody mm-hmm. to win. If you don't want to give money to, to the New York Times, don't go read something by James Baldwin. Facts. Go read something by Toni Morrison. Exactly. Do your research. Yeah, do do your research. I think I, that's like one of the biggest takeaways from here today. Do your research on what is happening um, in the world. And, you know, if you are someone who is not in tune with what needs, what is happening, I would, I would encourage you to do so. And I also would encourage you, I would like to take the opportunity to just put on the record that as a person of color, if you do identify that way, it is not other people of color or black people or uh, Latinx people or people of Asian descent to teach you about their history of their culture and the struggle. It's on you. It's incumbent upon you. Correct. That is, that is your, that is your opportunity to go out and do the work and then become an ally and stand and use whatever privileges you do have. Because I would also like to note that everybody has privileges. You just, we do, sometimes we just don't recognize them. You know what I mean? And so, um, but it's important. And I think it's really, really important. And I know that some people might be listening right now and be like, this is not what I expected from your podcast. But I think it's also, like we said, we've benefited so much off of black culture and how much it's done for us personally. In this moment, 2020, Mm -hmm. does it seem different? I think it does. How many police chiefs have stepped down Mm -hmm. this year? How many police departments have announced reforms yeah yeah i mean it's not it's not where we want to be yet but Mm -hmm. it does seem different Mm -hmm. we you know the movement does seem like it's being listened to right there is coverage on tv there is a lot of attention on social media Mm -hmm. people are giving money businesses are encouraging other you know their customers to shop at businesses who support the black lives matter movement right Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And we stop supporting places who who cannot get behind this movement. Yes. Who cannot yes. 
show who can who are showing I mean, that they're is, anti-black. This is the first year that I've seen list after list after list of black-owned businesses, right. black-owned bakery uh, shops, black-owned coffee houses, black-owned restaurants, fashion houses, anything. Right, and agreed. And they are seeing an increase in sales. Yeah. And I think it is for every right reason. And it's about damn time that they get the support that part <laughs> that they well deserve yeah totally so i actually am going to i just pulled it up this is not even something we planned on okay um that i follow a person on instagram i'm mm-hmm. instagram not instagram twitter sorry twitter and i am going to make sure that when we drop this episode in our bio we put her handle okay so she has a list of black owned businesses in ventura county and we are in? And we are in Ventura County. Fabulous. So I'm going to just, uh, off of the top, just like three that are at the very top. Okay. Um, she has Caribbean Haven, he- Carib- Caribbean Heaven, which is in Ventura. Caribbean food spot. Bomb. Black owned. I've been there before. Okay. Shout out to the person who took me there. They know who they are. Um, CJ's Barbecue here in Oxnard. Good food. Good barbecue. Black owned. Um, I'm also going Strut Don't Stress. Strut, don't stress. Yeah, it's a dance studio, black owned. Hmm. And so those are a couple of them. She has a ton more. So I'm going to drop her handle when we drop this episode in our bio so you can go check it out. It's her pin tweet. Um, okay, I she, love it. Yeah, and it's, you know what I mean? Like, and this no, is important. Yes. And, we and it's know... not because you, like you said, it, it, we want to support them. It's not about, you I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't eat a white owned business. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean that it's at all. And you know? even though we cannot sit in, Order out. Yeah. Take out. Yeah, absolutely. They need our help. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if that dance studio that I particularly said is open, but hey, maybe when they do have classes or the next time, you know, you want to do something fun or yeah. the next, or you hear somebody who wants to take FYI, a dance class. FYI, taking a dance class with someone is a great date. Uh, it is. That's cute. It, it is, is cute. Yeah. That's very yeah, yeah, cute. Yeah. And so when thing, times get up and popping. Go Make sign sure up. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I love Make it. Make sure you um, go. Make sure. Defunding the police. It's hand in hand yeah. with Black Lives Matter, Agreed. with the protests. They That's what they're fighting for, is mm-hmm. for a defunding of police departments mm-hmm. across America. Yes. How do you feel about that? What does that mean, really? Defund the police. Because oh. we have a president who is using it as a scare tactic. Correct. And I am going to give you my two cents and it's going to work and people are going to vote for him because of this. Um, it's not going to be an easy election and he's going to use this to his full advantage. He already is. He he already is dropping campaign ads against Mr. Joe Biden for his quote-unquote stance on defunding the police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's complete propaganda. It's in complete fear-mongering. But that's who he is. That's what he does. Correct. So, defunding the police, let's try to educate our listeners as best as we can. Okay, so again, I'm no expert. Um, defunding the police does not mean anti-police, for the most part. Yes. I would say that there's people who believe in the defunding of police and would argue that it means it means that. Um, defunding the police means reallocating funds that are your dollars as taxpayers into more community-based Solutions and organizations, agencies, positions, um, jobs of that nature. Um, so essentially, it, we're going to take, we live in Oxnard. So I'm going to take oh, Oxnard Police Department. It's instead of, and I'm making this up, this is just pure example. It's instead of taking $100,000 a year for new uh, cars, we're going to only give them 50000 New police cars. New police cars, yes. New mm-hmm. police cars. We're only going to give them $50,000 because that other $50,000 is going to go into a hotline for uh, mental health crises. Okay. So instead of giving them that $100,000, we're going to give them the fifty dollars because uh, we know that for, hopefully... They're using it for the right reasons to go out and serve the community like they're supposed to. And that other 50000 is now going to go towards a, like I said, a hotline that is going to essentially be the number you call instead of 911. So um, instead of calling 911 when someone is having a mental health crisis, you're going to call, I'm making it up, 711 instead. Mm-hmm. And someone who is a peaceful peace officer is going to go out to your home or wherever the place may be and assist those people and yeah. then give them yeah. the resources. And if they need to be checked into a hospital, if they need to be checked into a rehab, they need to be set up with therapy, that's going to happen. Because so, most of the time, 
actual police officers don't need to be called because that literally means life or death. Correct. And um, so I agree. Um, I agree. So that's kind of what the a very, 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 very simple like definition of defunding the police is. Um, if you are not aware, you're in the Ventura County area. We do have a woman. Her name is Megan Hockaday, who was actually killed by Oxnard Police Department. Um, for, for that very example that I gave, um, she was having a mental health crisis. Um, there was, she had, I'm very, I'm again, vague on the details. If I'm not mistaken, she had a, um, there was like a domestic violence. It was what was happening with mm-hmm. her and her partner. Um, they were called, I believe she had a knife in her hand. Therefore they, uh, fatally shot her in her home. It didn't have to happen. And she could have very easily still been alive. And, you know, had there been an allocation of funds to be able to get somebody out there to help her, they could have de-escalated the situation in a very different way. And I know a lot of people make jokes about defunding the police because they're like, Oh, how is like a social worker or a therapist or a nurse going to be able to de-escalate a situation like that but i would have people also reflect on the fact that you are training teachers in america to be able to fight a shooter right so let's just let's let's just you know let's not get into those logistics of the fact that those arguments are not super valid and i think you have kindergartners and kindergarten teachers going through active shooter drills. Okay, Agreed. so that so that's that's just there. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I also just want to add that it would be super helpful if police departments uh, would do a retraining, Facts. A retraining of their police officers, particularly how to address a one-on-one interaction with someone who doesn't look like you. Yeah. Because fear is a motivator. Fear is a way that people use to like justify actions. Yeah, I think. And, and it's when you said that, it reminded me of when people are talking about um, acting on impulse. Right. And you can't. You can't expect for civilians to not act on impulse when you are trying to justify police officers doing it. When you get pulled over by a cop, mm-hmm. the first thing that you feel is fear. Absolutely. And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. It should not be like that. Absolutely not. Um, that dynamic shouldn't exist. That correlation between a, a cop, a police officer, whatever, and a human being, a civilian, who wants to be pulled over? No one. But you shouldn't have to be afraid of what's going to happen. Correct. Because you expect that police officer to respect you enough. What do you want to see moving forward, though? What does Kevin want? Kevin wants America, white America, to... And I am not afraid to say that again. Kevin wants white America to reckon with what they have done to black America. I want politicians to bring about sweeping change in support of black America and other minorities who are actually going to be the majority of the country by 2040, 2050. I want us as a collective to vote like we our lives depend on it because they do mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I i really do marita knows i'm i'm a huge voting rights advocate yes and i'm gonna take this time to give a profound shout out and just a, a moment of i guess silence for john lewis who passed away Ugh. who is an icon an icon of the civil rights movement he was a radical you know when it wasn't okay to be one back in the 60s yeah and he never stopped. So yeah. I just five seconds for this incredible man. Agreed. Thank you. I just needed to throw that out there. I did. I, I appreciate that. Of course. Because um, as somebody who uh, was not, I mean, not blindsided, he was sick. You know, we, we did know he was sick. Um, but as somebody who adored him i encourage if you, you yeah if you I, know just listen to listen to um one of his speeches about i think it was the march on washington um anniversary speech that he gave two years ago in 2018 during the whole um during the trump administration's uh family separation policy i mean john lewis stood up for us gente for the latinx community he stood up for us for our babies down at the border mm-hmm. he spoke mm-hmm. out in front of millions of people against this administration's 
policy towards family separation. Yeah. It, that speech is just touches me to my core, and I encourage everyone to just Google it, listen to it. If he can show up for us, we can show up for our black brothers and sisters. What do you see? What do you want happen um, moving forward? I agree with everything you said. Times ten. Um, moving forward, I'm gonna I'm gonna specifically call out Oxnard. I want to see Oxnard do better for their black brothers and sisters. I want to see people who are older than me do better. I want to see people who are younger than me do better. I want people to be in, be educated, become educated, um, and know that it's not a black issue. It's a human rights issue. But that doesn't mean that being pro-black is anti. Mexican or anti-Latino or anti-white or anti-whatever. And that really is something that that they think it means. Yeah, totally. Which is crazy to think about. I'm going to, again, I would like to see Oxnard um, stop using the N-word. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. It's got to stop. It should have stopped a long time ago. It's got to stop. We cannot sit here and try to act as if we are um, pro-black when it comes when it comes to everything else outside of black culture or outside of black issue black human rights issues and and things of that nature if that makes sense i um i would like to see people just become more educated a little bit more active in it um a little bit more aware that it you know that being pro black lives matter doesn't mean anti-anything Realistically, yeah. So, um, but I would love to see justice for Breonna Taylor and her murderers. Um, I yes, need, I need those three men part. to be convicted. I need that to happen. It should have happened like a hundred days ago, but I'm gonna need it to happen tomorrow. I would love for it to happen before this podcast even gets out to the public, so that way everything we are saying about Miss Breonna Taylor is no longer valid in terms of her murderers walking free. And to every black man or woman who we don't even know about correct that part who has never become a hashtag right right. um and so that would be wonderful um some of my absolute best friends and one actually one of my mentors is a afro-latino man and it's something that him and i talk about all the time so i would like to see justice for the fact that i don't want to fear for his life and i don't want him to fear for his life um, no when he goes out and is having to interact with people so that's what i would like to see moving forward and um i would encourage everybody to be become a lot more educated about what the movement means and how you can find your own activism within it whatever love, that, whatever that activism is for you i love it i do i, I I'm, a, I'm a fan so that is what we i would say have to offer when it comes to black lives matter um and again at say my name podcast we are we are pro black lives matter there's no hesitation in saying that um, black Lives Matter does cannot, you know, all lives can't matter until black lives do. I think that this is a great time to segue into um, a recent trip that I took because there were, I mean, California is a progressive state. We know this. Facts. It's a blue state, it could do a little but better it could sometimes. be better. I was going to say that. It could, <laughs> it could be better, of course. But I just visited San Francisco and the amount of, I mean, San Francisco is like white liberal central. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, let's be real. It's, yeah. it's it's white liberalism, capitalism, but it's just super progressive. And there were a ton. And when I say a ton, I mean probably every other house had a Black Lives Matter poster or flag yeah. or sign totally. outside of their door. Every business, every uh, city building had a Black Lives Matter uh post yeah. uh, sign shout out to the san francisco mayor london breed who is a black woman herself mm-hmm. who i think is doing a phenomenal job of running her city great segue into that trip i was there from july 3rd to july 6th so the fourth of july weekend correct okay. i spent um which we didn't we, we did not for why for what for what yeah I don't um no 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 correct i don't believe in and the let me just, holiday. no and let me just say put that out there i did not go to san francisco for a fourth of july weekend I went to San Francisco for a clarity weekend, for a weekend with my significant other at the time. Got you it. Know? Okay. You were in San Francisco, you said, with your significant other at the time. Right. So, and you said you went for clarity. Yes. Yes. Tell us more about that. I'm interested. Um, I don't even mean to sound like a therapist right now. I just really would like to know. I appreciate that. Let me just be real with y'all. I have been trying to make it work. 
work, work, work with this person for six months, y'all. That's a long time. I mean, six. And, and when I say make it work, I mean make it work. In six months in the middle of a of, pandemic. Of a pandemic. But I mean, ma- but I mean like, <laughs> making it work, like doing the labor, doing, putting in the effort in capital letters. Effort, effort, effort. Yes. For six months. And it's hard work. It's mm-hmm. hard work to make it work with someone who you really care about. Last t- last episode in What Is Life Now, we talked about the fact that it's crazy to date someone during a pandemic, but then we said not with someone you've known for four years. And I said that, and it was very specific. It was four years. But I said that because I met this person four years ago. Right. So he isn't a stranger to me. Right, okay. So, But this is the first, this is the year that we really got into it. Six months. And it was a trip that he brought up, I got might it. add, that I was invited on. Yeah. But that I saw an opportunity to really dive into a four-day getaway, three-night getaway with him and to really figure out, can we work together? Mm-hmm. Can, can mm-hmm. we can we establish something together under the same roof? Because traveling with somebody is like a whole different beast. Extremely different thing. If you can't travel well, I don't know if you can make it. I and and that's what I needed to find that's out. My opinion, at least. No, no, no. I completely agree. That is why I took the trip. I said yes. I moved heaven and earth to even get the days off from work. Right, to... because you are an essential worker. Yes. I don't think we even talked about that in our last episode. Right. It should be noted that Kevin is an essential worker. Thank so you. he is working like a dog. Yes, yes. No offense. But but, but the thing is, is that I made it happen. Mm-hmm. I made it happen and I got the days off. Mm-hmm. And I took it upon myself to look for an airbnb i looked at myself i took it upon myself to google what and what isn't open in the city of san francisco Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. took it upon myself i took it upon myself to go shopping for uh, a loofah shampoo body wash snacks water toothpaste floss anything Mm -hmm. that we needed yeah the both of you that's making it work for me i Mm -hmm. didn't shop for myself i shopped for the both of us because I'm just ready to settle down and all of those actions, I think, represent a a man who is ready to settle down with someone else and doing something without them having to be asked. Can I ask what your love language is? Do you know? Like officially? I'm a giver. I don't know. If you don't know what your love language is, I would encourage you to just Google love languages. It's a free quiz to take online. And it's it's actually really helpful, even in terms of outside of a partnership. Like there's a singles quiz. There's a couples quiz. There's a like it just kind of helps you navigate your relationships and how they go. So why travel in the middle of this pandemic? I feel like you touched on it a little bit. You said it. We talked about the fact that you um, did it for clarity, but um, well, for some of our listeners, it might be odd that you're absolutely. traveling in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we thankfully, um, this guy and I, we uh, decided to visit San Francisco because it was the county in California that was still open. Got it. That was not seeing the rising cases that Southern California is. I mean, San Francisco is doing a phenomenal job, as I said, but um, he had the days off for sure for sure before i ever did mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he wanted to go on a trip his mind was set on it and i can only speak for myself when i say that um i wanted to go because i know that he was going to go one way or another mm-hmm. and um i figured out that hey oxnard is not gonna be I mean, a good place to spend four days with someone because where I mean, you know, we need privacy, we need our own space. Um, but that's why I took the trip. Was it fulfilling? Yes and no. Um, it was fulfilling in the way that I expected everything to go perfect in terms of the weather. The was Airbnb, it good weather? It was perfect. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna sound super like ignorant. What's weather? Isn't it typically like cloudy all the time in the Bay Area? Um, <laughs> like I don't know those things. I don't. So I've been to the Bay. I just don't feel like I spend enough time there. Well, like San that. Francisco itself is surrounded by water. It's a, right. it's a peninsula. Um, so there's always a, like there is always a marine layer of you know fog. So it's and, like Oxnard. Uh-huh. Exactly. Got but it. then it clears out by like eleven a.m. It, and it, it's it. just beautiful sun. 
at least it was this weekend. Okay, yeah, that you went. Uh-huh. Um, so the weather we was perfect. The, weather. the Airbnb was amazing. Shout I out. I saw pictures. I mean, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. We, we stayed in Pacific Heights, which is uh, very close to, right next to the uh, Height at Ashbury. Um, it's a very expensive area, but it was beautiful. Okay, bougie. No, it was beautiful, <laughs> and it was well-earned. Yeah, and, for um, sure. Agreed. It was right next to the Castro, and... Coal Valley, that you know, that was perfect. The weather was perfect. The food, the cuisine. So those things were fulfilling. Yeah. Adventures. The, the essence of the trip. Of the trip was yeah, fulfilling. Got it. Okay. Cool. We what, love. What wasn't fulfilling was the connection that I wish could have been deeper. Got it. Um, the connection that just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think that that trip really was the beginning of the end because questions were answered clarity came to my eyes um i mean for any of you listening it's really difficult to see and accept the end of something as it is happening because there something doesn't reach an end just like that right it's it's it's, it's a gradual downfall for sure a gradual decrease of of connection and 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 this can happen even while you both have feelings for each other. Yes. And that's a major thing that I think we don't think about. Because no. when, when when a relationship fails, I mean, sure, it can end because you stop having feelings for this person. Yeah, definitely. But, but, but one of the hardest pills to swallow is a relationship coming to an end while feelings are still there. Correct. Whether it's one-sided or both. Because it's true. Right. We always think that the beginning of the end or the end of something is always because of some crazy pinnacle because like we someone cheated or someone did something or someone said something or they hurt my feelings but sometimes it's not even that it's because i think oh this just isn't, isn't working. working and 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 we can try everything and yeah. it isn't working and it's this is not this is not a swipe at this person i am just going to say that um i think that this person and if you are listening you know who you are um you are an incredible human being you are kind and you are good at heart and you are adventurous and you are learning every day and i am thankful that you came into my life um and all of that can be true yeah and i can still accept that communication isn't there and i don't know if you remember me saying this but last episode i said if you can't communicate with me get out of my face yeah and i was i was it was a joke i was laughing but but it's, it's real it's real yes i i crave communication i crave that that the, the, those talks if, if if you cannot if you cannot speak your heart mm-hmm. if you cannot speak your mind mm-hmm. if you cannot speak what you're feeling your emotions your fears your desires your passions i am not gonna know what you're thinking i am not gonna know what you're going through right. i am not gonna know what you're afraid of or what you want i am just not so communication is key and i and i i saw this in this trip i saw his communication skills not be fully there not be up to par not be just explored Mm -hmm. and i think that to the point where when i would try to communicate it would be like i would get the feeling that i was bugging and i i hate that feeling yeah i do too because we shouldn't ugly we shouldn't be pushy on someone over a community. That part. We shouldn't that have part. to feel that way. Oh my gosh. I can't when you have to hit somebody up. But you know what? We shouldn't have to hit somebody up. Nope. We shouldn't come to the point where you gotta keep calling and texting and figuring out why you're not saying anything. That's but, so frustrating. But leave that aside. Having this person be side by side for four days with you. Yeah. So that's, that, that was the whole trip essence. What I did mean, you learn? <sighs> this sounds like therapy. I'm living, y'all. I learned I hope you're going through this therapy session with us too. I learned that love language love languages are super incredible, super important, super yeah. critical for two people to really hit it off. I learned that people have different ideas of love. I, yes. I learned that his idea of love or relationships is different than mine. Mm-hmm. I learned that 
Sometimes one of us is more ready than the other. I learned that. Say that again. Some of. <laughs> no, instead, you. I learned that one of us. And I is meant that on a personal note. That was not a dig towards anybody. More ready Sorry. than the other, and I just. Because <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, I just feel like I'm ready, and this person is not, and. Yeah. So I, spill the tea, sis. Where is this person now? He is. Uh, he's here. He's. He's in. He's in town. He's. Uh, doing his thing. Okay. And I just I wish him the absolute best and so you experienced an entanglement. Um no. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to because No, I experienced yo, that's I ex- a whole nother debacle. I experienced effort on my part. Yeah, we I, live. This is it was a we tried things three times in a row. Three times. And this is this is a shout out to all of my lovers out there who keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. I really encourage you to keep trying until you know that hey it's time to stop because stopping sometimes is the best medicine for you two as the relationship you also mentioned in our last episode um that book you were reading that you oh i know um, it's crazy about preparing for the end and how ironic that the end i also would like to you know we didn't we we you know if you haven't caught our vibe already you and I are just talking. This is literally what it's like when we're together. Um, I actually had somebody reach the comment on one of the, the posts that we had on our Instagram. And they said, you know, oh, I, want, I wonder what he's preparing for. Like when it comes to the end of it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? And I thought it was so ironic. That was um, my cousin, actually. She's, um, shout out to my cousin. Um, she's working hard. She's a military wife and mama. And she's living her best life. And um I hope I know that this podcast is going to be a little fun get away from her kids and responsibilities. I love it. I love it. Um, but I think that that looks different for everybody all the time. You know, like mm-hmm. she brought up a point about preparing for the end in terms of like her husband's preparing for the end of like the world. Yes. And that's you know? not what I meant and at so, all. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like but preparing for the end. Everyone of some, has different yes, connotations of it. Exactly. And I think it's so ironic that you're talking about it and that you're going through this. Um, do you regret taking the trip? Thank you for that question because I think it's a great question to really end on, maybe. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely not. Because the memories that I experience, that I have, you know, with this person on this trip are mm-hmm. for life, are for, right. forever. I am thankful that he was the one who went on this trip with me. I am thankful that he was the one who invited me. I am thankful that he is the one who slept next to me. I am thankful that he is the one who ran with me on this trip, Mm -hmm. walked with me on this trip, shopped with me on this trip, ate with me on this trip. I mean, those simple things that are simple, but to the core, they mean so much to me. Right. And I am someone who appreciates the simplest of things. Yes. Um, I do not. I do not regret this trip at all, and I hope he doesn't either. I I hope so too. Truly, that that is something that both of you can cherish forever. Maybe not now in the moment. Maybe later in life. Maybe it's something that he will have different takeaways than you. Of course. And you different takeaways than he. But it's it's a good place. It's, It's it's a good thing. We have to learn and grow and get better and you know live our best lives whether it's with somebody or not Mm -hmm. because like we both said and you famously quoted i'm gonna like that was one of our favorite parts of the episode last week was uh when we said what's the um what's the most frustrating or what's the fun part about you know covid and then what was the most frustrating and it was dating (laughs) (laughs) in the middle of a pandemic you know and i think that that's real um basically some of you might be wondering but uh my answers were are clear now and we are just i guess friends now yeah we're friends yeah i mean you know we all are wishing for a fairy tale ending and sometimes it's sooner it doesn't work out that way and it's fine and it's, it's okay it's sooner for others as it's later in life for some of us yeah and i feel like we don't want to end on a sad note that's not what we want to end on. I think that we have... Kevin is very good at being in tune with his emotions, with what he's feeling, 
uh, seeking clarity and communication and all of those things. And I think that this is a good place to wrap it all up. I feel like this is going to not make sense to everybody. And Kevin, I wish that y'all could see Kevin's face because he's kind of looking at me like, girl, where are you going with this? <laughs> but from both of our topics, your dating and this experience of traveling with a uh, partner in the middle of the pandemic and Black Lives Matter, it's about finding the clarity in all of it. Yeah. Finding the answers. Yes. Not the answers that you want, because you didn't get the answer that you wanted. Right. It's about finding the answers that you need. Right. Find the answers you need as to why you should be an ally, why you should get behind Black Lives Matter, why you need to communicate with your partner. Yes. Why you need to make sure to have those tough conversations. And I think that here at Say My Name Podcast, we are not aiming to ever be like therapists. Um, we're never aiming to give people like life altering advice. It's about helping you as our listeners seek those facts. And that's why we titled this episode in pursuit, in pursuit. Because we should always be in pursuit of answers. Yes. Always. Always. Forever learner. Forever yeah, we're student. always students. Yeah. I think that everybody We are in pursuit of something all day, every day. And we should tackle it head on with a full heart, with our chins up, and yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I would like to just ask, last question, closing question. What is going down for the rest of this week for you? Let's end on a high. Well, I am going to see someone tonight. Um, okay, we're going to ask about that in episode three. <laughs> it's okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, just going to meet up with someone and talk about stuff that needs Got to it. be talked about. For sure. That's going down tonight. Um, I'm just going to go hiking. I need to I'm gonna go back to work because, you know, I'm essential. Um, he is essential, y'all. Be nice to essential workers. Please. <laughs> be nice and wear your face mask, y'all. That's going down this week. We what love- about you? Um, I got a lot to spill, but I think I'll spill it in episode three. Just give us a little hint. I think I'm going on the same kind of trip you just came off of. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so we will... Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll stay tuned for that. Um, I just would love to just also say, again, find that clarity, have those tough conversations, do the, wor- do the work, do the research. Um, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And that's it, y'all, for episode two. Thank you so much. Say my name podcast. Also, tag us when you're when you're listening. Tag us, holler, um, follow us at Say My Name Podcast on Insta. Our personals are there as well. We're on Spotify and Anchor, and we're coming soon to Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Have a good week, y'all. Yeah.